Welcome to Click Stop, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everyone know that Clickstaff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest Hero Clicks retailer. Find Hero Clicks new and old on Trollandtoad and use coupon code Clickstaff for 50, 50, not 50, 5% off your Hero Clicks order. <laughs> I wish it was 50, but it is just 5. Uh, merchant and pre order items do not apply. And if you like what you're uh, hearing today, consider throwing us some support on patreon.com forward slash clickstaff. A dollar and above, get entered into our monthly giveaway, which are coming back in January with a brick of empire. And five dollars and above gets entered into our Discord server uh, for some uh, exclusive Hero Clicks uh, content and tips and strategies. And joining me today is. Tyler, right there on the bubble spees. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's accurate as, as normal. And also joining me today is Alex. Please excuse his voice. We are trying to record and produce content, and uh, he is serviceable today, Coos. Hey, I, w- I was only 100 points behind Tyler, so I'm, <laughs> I'm right there. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I was only 100 points behind you. Was, yeah. I, I was surprised by the end. I was like, oh, I did better than expected well, for 3 well, and 2. Well, 17 and beyond, or like whatever, 13 and beyond, like they were all within 100 points of each other. Like, yeah. It was really close. And the big superstar of today is Caleb, unofficial official broadcast world <laughs> champion, Reddick. Hello, everybody. <laughs> well, congratulations, <laughs> Caleb. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Congrats. It is a, definitely a tough field. Yeah. Um, a long time coming, I feel like. I feel like you've always been at the top in a lot of tournaments. I feel, no, if it, don't take this to be offensive, Caleb, but oh, I've God. always felt like you've been a little <laughs> bit under the radar. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you've won some stuff, but it's like, I always thought of you as like super top tier player, and I'm really happy that you finally like you've gone all the way. Uh, that sounds weird. Yes, yeah. yeah. Furthest I made top eight, and uh, mm. I went teams to the semifinal or the finals against uh, George. Uh, oh, you guys are in the finals. And Matt last uh, what 2019 in yeah. in yeah, the last person one. Not Philly. Memphis, yeah, and Memphis. We lost in the finals, yeah, for the sealed. Yeah, that's uh, that's when um, oh, the kid rolled a crit miss with his dark phoenix. Yep, <laughs> yep. I for, I feel bad. I forget his name now. I was off the top of my head. Dude, I remember. I was there. I watched I know. that game. I know who's Mike. Micah. Yeah, Micah. Yeah, Micah's been Micah's been radio silent lately. So. So, uh, like he actually, we still matches every once in a while. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think, uh, Caleb, you know, just 
from my perspective, just going into this is, uh, I mean, shit, you're the, you're the big, you're the world champion of 2021, you know, uh-huh. you might as well be right. Um, WizKids ain't going to, is not going to say that you ain't, so you might as well be. And even like, <laughs> it's kind of poetic in a way that you beat, um, Isaac in the finals, who was like the, he was, you know, the last in person, you know, world champion. So like, I don't know, it's a, to add something, I think. <laughs> right, you had yep. just justice for Robert, right, Caleb? I did. Yes, I. Robert. <laughs> justice for Robert. Yep. I, I, when I sent you that, I was like, I really hope that I got his name right because I couldn't remember exactly his name, but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Robert. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think you know from. Uh, from this year, right? I think uh, from the largest events with the largest amount of players and the prize support and all that other stuff, right? I mean, we had a bunch of smaller tournaments this year, but you definitely, I think, you round out the year. You know, Matt Ventura with the Scott Porter event, Tyler with Clicks Cup, and then, you know, yourself with the Bradcast Worlds. So, um, you mean Patrick? Well, Patrick so. Like, I I was trying not to toot our own horn, right? But I mean, we that was twenty thirty person events, right? That wasn't like the same deal. But yeah, I mean, you had um, Patrick win the the clicks the clicks off classic, um, and then from like a prizing perspective, the event I won in Huntsville, um, like I get finals by to Rock Cup in twenty two. Like yeah. I, I get to go to the final day with without having to do anything else. Like I could just show up Sunday and play. Um, but yeah, I think so. you're right. I think if you if you did a 2021 retrospective, there were three major tournaments. I would say out of the year. I mean, unless we're th- forgetting one that was in January or February. But I think it is mostly the the Scott Porter event, the Clicks Cup down in Florida, and then the broadcast unofficial yeah. official one. This so. one, it also, it's like, it's kind of like a culmination, if I feel like, of the meta over the last, really since Clicks Cup, right? Even, yeah. we, it was basically the same meta as Clicks Cup, and we've been uh-huh. playing it for six months and building in it for six months. Right. So it's nice to have it right at the end, where now we're, you know, we've kind of got two new sets in rapid succession, and um, they're probably going to change some of the things in the meta, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, everybody sort of refined the meta, so they brought their best teams. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, mean, this whole year, right, I mean, just, you know, we're going to do our year-end show, but, you know, you had the the punch stravaganza um, that uh, Tyler won earlier this year, and then Brad had an event, another event earlier this year, then we went to Columbus. Then we went to Moorhead. Uh, the West Coast had two or three events, um, and you know the event in Michigan. Then there's an event in Wisconsin, and uh, you know, you know, there's there's been a few smaller events. Normally, right, we wouldn't even be able to name them all off, right, because there would be there would have been fifty state tournaments and twenty WKOs four times in a year. So. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely more than than twenty twenty, but I think yeah. we I think we say all that to say, 
Um, congratulations, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, congrats, Caleb. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, how does it feel, like, you know, for you? I mean, this is probably your biggest win, I would assume, it, right? It, yeah, yeah, it's the best, the best I've done by far. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, teams, I got close, I got to the finals, but lost. And But as far as singles and flying solo, it was top eight. So my goal was get to top four, and I did that and then some. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, did you go undefeated? I think you did, right? I did, yeah. I went 9-0. Dang. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, to, for me, that is the um, that is the best way to do it. Like, so... <laughs> Most would agree. Yeah, right. win the whole thing. Well, so, that's like... That's the best way so, to do it. So, I'll, I'll provide my corollary here, right? Mm-hmm. There was, um, a Colts football season right and y'all know i don't do big on sports but like the colts were 15 and O, and heard this. right the colts were 15 and O, and this is when peyton was still the quarterback the 16th game peyton was on the sideline wearing his helmet ready to play like showing the fans that like this is bullshit right like this i want to play right because for me it's like if you win the super bowl Right? That's huge. Right? That's ginormous, right? That's so great. But, like, if you go win the Super Bowl with a 16-0 and season, that's like a little cherry. That's like a little pizzazz, a little bit of hoosha, right? Right on top, right? Yep. Um, so. Definitely impressive. It's only happened once in the NFL. Right. Yeah, so I don't think the Colts won the Super Bowl that year, but... Um, you know, I I think, you know, going undefeated. Karma. Yeah, probably right. That's potentially. They um, they killed their momentum there. So. Um, but yeah, do we want to talk about how we all did? Yeah. Um, do we want to? How do we want to do it? Do we want to go worst to we best normally or do? What do we normally worst do? Worst to best. Okay. That'd um, be me. So that'd be Alex, right? Barely. So, uh, to keep it short, I played. A small variant of the Gladdy Daddy team, where I ditched Nathaniel Richards um, and played. Uh, I don't even remember who I played. Um, oh, I added the other Flash, the Flash no one ever plays. Um, and then I dropped the Power Gem, and uh, I play. I went three and two. Um, could have gone four and one. The last one of my matches, we were tied until the last action, and he killed a Flash at the last second. Um, which was a sad face. Yeah, super sad. Um, and that was the guy who was playing um, Speed Weasel. Uh, yeah, I wasn't it? Exp- the most interesting teams. Yeah, I played I played Alyssa first. She played Star Jammers, which was crazy, um, which my team was a bad matchup for her because she was playing Star Jammers with Emperor Gladiator, giving Emperor Gladiator Star Jammers keyword, and then playing Hepzibah with her trait, not the salvage trait, Tyler. Don't worry. <laughs> the other trait that basically keeps Star Jammers alive, if they would be KO'd, they go to their last non-stop click or non-KO click and mm-hmm. heal half a result of a D6 or something. Mm-hmm. But when you play Annihilating Conqueror, you take away keywords not on their card, and so Gladiator lost that. Good. It was still a really close match, though. Like, it was really close. Um, I was, was very that, surprised. That's <laughs> a uh, team-up card, isn't it? Or is it not? 
Yes, it's a, a Corsair team-up card, I believe. Is she, like, the first person to ever top eight with a team-up card? Well, no, no she, she, she didn't top eight. No, she didn't make that. Oh, she, didn't. she, didn't okay, make, she won fellowship. She won fellowship. Hey, there you go. Starjammer's keyword, she get your fellowship, I think. Um, and then second match was to Isaac. Uh, Isaac built almost specifically in a way to beat Gladiator. Uh, he plays Machine Smith. He plays. J he has Jason Wingard as an option, and so he plays Machine Smith. So that way, you can make a robot dupe, who basically is a gladiator. That's so, so fun. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> and so he had Felix Faust and a bunch of other stealthy people, and so he wiped out my whole team, except Gladiator. And then I Gladiator could never go in and do anything. Like he just couldn't get in there to shoot. Um, I'm lucky to escape with sixty five points in that. Uh, then I played Joe uh, Kovacs. I think that's his name. Um, I think he was the one with... Uh, he's the Speed Weasel guy. He played Speed Weasel and Herbert. He played Herbert, Blackheart, Wyndham, and Speed Weasel <laughs> with Blackheart and two Wendigos and Faust. Um, I like and, that part. Yeah, I ignored Herbert the whole game like you. <laughs> yeah. um, I killed Speed Weasel, but like I said, I, it, it got tied at the end. Uh, some bad rolls, some key super sense rolls. Uh, but I rounded all up, not trying to take up too much time. Uh, I ended up three and two. Um, I just didn't score enough points, which there weren't a ton of points scored that day outside of like the top cut, um, unless you were Caleb, I guess. Um, <laughs> like there wasn't a lot of games where people were just crazy wiping people out. There were some, but not a ton. So. I went three and two, and I and I missed out uh, by like 150, 200 points, something was, like that. Um, was the other flash uh, useful? Um, so I played the other flash because he has enhancement. Because I took power gem off, oh. I didn't want gladiator to be completely useless. Um, he was useful against Tony Bruno, uh, who was playing animal. So he was useful in that matchup because I could outwit with him. Um, and he also was another mastermind person and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. I, I think having too many options on items actually hurt me more than helped me because I kept debating, do I want Carnage Symbiote this time or do I want Reality Gem this time? Hmm. And it was, and that might have been solved with more practice. But, um, but yeah, I also put Valeria on the team and I didn't get to play her. I didn't play against a switch out team except Isaac. And he didn't switch out enough to make it worth it. Sure. So, if I played Caleb, yeah, I would absolutely play Valeria just <laughs> to see what would do happen. On swap out, it gives them like a token or yeah. If they so Valeria has the map wide. If they weren't on your starting force, if they make an attack and miss, they get another action token. And oh. then she has her shape changey thing, perplex. Mm -hmm. She's decent, but with all these switch teams, she's even better in my yeah, opinion. Kind of fun. But I didn't get the player, so oh well. Is that, that Valeria me. the Doom Chase or yes. Yeah, the Doom swap okay. out chase. Yeah, the no. swap out one no one ever likes. The one you pull on a booster, you're like, ah. <laughs> um one. I really wanted to see her work because with with everyone switching in and out, and it, it it's just gonna get better with Empire with Avengers and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I just see her being a throw her out there and you got a double token a lot of things if you miss an attack so if i can make you miss an attack cool then you get two tokens one for the action and one from valeria that feels good to me so mm -hmm. 
Anyway, Tyler, what about you? Um, yeah, I played my animal team, tried and true. Um, went three and two on the day. Like Dan alluded, I got uh, <laughs> I got thirteenth when the top twelve qualify, so I missed it by one. Um, so it's the first time I missed uh, God no animal in a long time. I'm sad about it. Um, but yeah, I played my animals. Um, I still think the animal team is good, uh, even after the tournament. I think I just probably didn't practice enough <laughs> to be honest um but uh, uh yeah so <clears throat> wait a minute wait a minute i mm-hmm. i think i specifically said hey did, you, you need... did and you were like oh it's animals i'll be fine okay i agree <laughs> let me play tfc just, instead to be honest with you yeah i've kind of like it, i've kind of been playing a lot of a, a tft recently and that may have uh cut into it a little bit but um yeah, so I went three and two. Um, first round, I uh, played against Joe Alves. Um, I beat um, him. My opening was pretty good. Um, he, you know, he missed a lot in the game as well. Um, I killed his Jason on the opener and a flash, I think. Um, and then yeah, he just sort of missed his second turn, which was fine by me. You know, that's why I have ten probs on the team. Um, in the second round, I lost against um, it's Jackson. I don't remember his last name. Smith, I think it's Jackson. Okay. Smith, Smith, Smith. Yes. Okay, yep. So he was playing um, deity keyword uh, with the Wonder Woman's and the Black Heart. I think PGA played in Ohio. Um, I kind of just is <laughs> again. I probably should have practiced. I just kind of forgot what the threats on that team were, and I left Giganta alive. I always feel like giganta you know it's a 10 attack retail it's going to be minus one i'm going to have all these props it's totally fine and then i forget that he has he gives my whole team minus two defense with the wonder woman so i just always i i can't i could have just focused her i could have killed her first turn but i just didn't um one fun thing he did that game was he sidestepped his scarab adjacent to my chip and he copied my emotional modifier to lower my defense I didn't know that Scarab could copy enemy equipment until that moment, and it was very shocking. Um, so, so <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and then uh, I don't want to talk about all the whole thing, but um, against Isaac in the last round, so we were both three and two going in, and it was kind of the cut. Um, I did the dumbest play I think I have ever done. Not. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> so he's playing um, like a swap out non-themed team. He against me, he has um, what's his name, Harry Leland, to stop the alpha because people think that Harry Leland will stop the animal or the maggot team because I can't place them close enough to to poison. Um, and so I did. It's like, not really a trick, but it's just something that, that <laughs> we came up with in testing. Um, and did it against Dan first, but so he has his Harry Leland. I move everything up. I do everything. I generate three of the exploit pogs right in a row, and then they all charge him, and they're charging him with eight attack and zero damage. So most people don't care. They think it's nothing. Um, the first thing it does is tie him up. Obviously, just tie up their team. But the second thing is I attack three times and get three misses, pretty much guaranteed. I had like seven probs to make sure I missed three times in a row and then I called out my um, Falcon with the three misses right next to his team just a Falcon 
and a black Vulcan. And his whole team was next to his gene or his dark Phoenix. <laughs> so I, all I had to do was energy exploding the dark Phoenix for, to hit his whole team, kill the dark Phoenix, just completely mess him up. It, it was literally going to hit every one of his pieces. They were all next to her. Um, and then I realized right as I called him out, I, <laughs> I had no actions left. I miscounted my actions. I moved up a grod that I didn't have to. So I called him out. He sat there, and then I just got <laughs> annihilated. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it's so it was the dumbest thing I think <laughs> I've ever done. Just miscounted my actions, and I, I lost. And obviously, I only missed the cut by I don't even remember a few like thirty points, eighty points, something not less than a hundred. Um, so if I hit that energy explosion, I just would have made it at least made the cut, if not just one again. So, so that that was against Isaac. 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 Yes, that is his official name. So yeah, you would have like knocked him out of the cut, probably. Uh, possibly, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. He, he might have still gotten points, but my energy explosion literally would have hit his whole team. Now, granted, some of them were higher defenses, but I like, you know seven probs on it so right oofed yeah also if you made top 16 then i would have played you the first game of the cut yeah yeah and then you know what if would not have been a good day for me i don't know you have higher themes so you if you probably win map my team does not like winning map or losing map right you're plus 10 plus 10 yeah yeah so um, and, you, and you and you won you won map a majority of the day, Tyler, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I lost map once to Tony. Oh, to the mirror match. Yeah, yeah, the mirror match. And he just brought me to the same map. So now, did you win yeah. the mirror match? I did win the mirror match. Um, I think it. You know, I'm, I'm I'm guessing I'm more familiar with the team, so I've played similar matchups i just basically just tried to hide the important people um which are my attackers because i know he's coming against me so i I just try to protect my maggots and my spider ham as much as possible you know he came across and killed ultra humanites he killed chip um a couple grods i think but i still have my attackers to follow up makes sense makes sense Mm -hmm. anything else to mention of that? Um, no, that's about it. Um, I still, I still like animals. I still think it's a good team. Um, but yeah, just uh, practice makes perfect. Um, so I played um, Bat Doom, and um, I made one small change. I dropped Ancient Hold and added Iron Man Workshop. And um, that came into play the first round, even though I lost the first round. Um, like I, the average. Oh, and I, I want to be careful here, Tyler. I'm not saying that roll twenty. I'm not saying that roll twenty messed me over. I want to be clear, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to be clear. So um, I did make some spot coming. No, I'm telling you, I'm really trying to not like say I know. Okay. I, I'm I'm a believer that after the past few weeks that I've I, I have seen enough rolls the past few weeks that it's relatively average. Um, okay. It's whatever, right? Just it's at this point it's like fuck it. It's I've got to use it, so I might as well stop complaining about it. Um, sure. So I I had an alpha against uh, Ray Williams and like. 
if I if I don't roll a one or two on hyper time, I get to KO potentially right. The idea is potentially I potentially KO his Oz, and I get to KO his Sky Tyrant. Um, but I roll the one on hyper time, and so that tilts me, and then I forget to use my two outwits on his team, and his Doom sixty seven comes over and kills my Sky Tyrant. Turn two. Mm. Uh, but the Iron Man workshop worked out. I won map. I was able to full map reach him as to where I can't do that with Oz on Glengrove Cemetery. Ah, so, okay. But if I had the two outwits, I would have been able to outwit barrier and outwit charge. Of course, hindsight being twenty twenty, I get to outwit those two things and he doesn't get to charge me or TK against me. Um, or block up his team against me. Hyper time is one of those annoying things in the game. Yeah. I hate that team ability so much. Every time I fail it. Every like every time I roll. Yeah. Um so I went down and then I won map against um uh Irwin from Singapore. Um and then I won map there and I I it was not, I it was not a good day for Irwin. Um I applied the alchemical fire to his chase A, knocked it to stop click twice, and KO'd it the next turn. Um, I he, I got to bring out a Grod that KO'd his Maggot. He um, Krakoaned it, and I got to make a skinless ass. And I KO'd it again, and he was like, uh, no, I've just got to let it die. Yep. Uh, and uh, just get double points for it for essentially. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. This turn is taking so long, but you just you just gave me a skinless ass. <laughs> like, I, I, if you give me another one, I'm going to flurry you again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it could definitely be snowballing. Right. So not just flurry, but flurry blades. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So. Um, it was, it was, it was not that great. Because um, if I, because I think I was on like one miss, maybe two misses. So like, if the skinless assassin missed the second one, I also bring out a Vulcan in his starting area, mm-hmm. and then I, I still had like, I had one costed action left because it was a T, it was a Batman, a TK. A Sky Tyrant, and then no, Grodd was my fourth action. Um, but anyway, so that was interesting. Um, I go up in the tables or in the seating, and um, I play Joe Gutierrez, which is a map around that I should have lost. So in rounds three and four, I crit miss for map both times. Um, and um, so I lose map to an unthemed team. Joe takes me to the uh, negative zone, and mm-hmm. I, I I don't know exactly what Joe was thinking, but we both played. We both had Molecule Man, and so he goes, I go. He has to take the time. He has to take the opportunity to move up and remove my barrier. And we may have even went one more turn of playing chicken with our barrier. And I think we went one more turn because I cleared 
And then I was like, okay, Joe's going to have to TK out his molecule, man, or move him out and remove my barrier. And Joe didn't do it. Now, I had to roll a two to get a spot for Tyrant to go into. Mm-hmm. Molecule Man wasn't going to let me down, boys. I, I, moved up, I moved up Molecule Man. I was like, all right, roll to convert. Fucker rolled a six. Mm. <laughs> you, dang. He was playing. He must have been desperate. Molecule Man was desperate. He was like, I'm not going to let you lose. Um, I also I also uh, moved in, and this is why I think the dice are average, Tyler. I moved in and was going to quake his um, Mr. Oz. I hyper-timed right on in. <laughs> Just bought a boost right on in. And uh, the Sky Tyrant opener was devastating, as it always is. Uh, but I think yeah. Joe should have... I think Joe should have went that turn. Sure. And... Um, he just didn't go. Um, yeah, because he, I mean, he had, definitely should have the reach. He's got. Oh, he definitely had, he had. He had the reach. It was just what happened, you know. So I was like, if Joe moves up and his molecule man rolls a one, mm-hmm. it's game over. Mm-hmm. But if my ball, if I roll, if I move up my molecule man and roll a one, it's over. Right. Yeah. Because of the positioning, I had to TK up Sky Tyrant before I moved up Molecule Man. To make the roll, and oh, that makes it way worse. Right, and um, I, it just is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I think I think it just that one was just a little bit of luck on my end. Um, round four, I played Ed's robots, and uh, Doom the Annihilating Conqueror takes away the robot keyword from the robot soups. Which makes the Bastion matchup a lot easier. So yes, it definitely, um, does. it definitely does. Yeah, he only scored thirty-five points, mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to think of what he KO'd. He KO'd a Flash. He KO'd Flash and Waller. A Flash and a Waller. Um. So and then round five and top sixteen, I lost. Uh, both times to Adam Macy Jueski. Um, I lost map and I got Jubileed. So, to Tyler's point, do I think Bat Doom is still viable? The I never pr- asked that. No, no. Um, <laughs> you, you, you mentioned it about uh, animals. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. To corollary what you were saying about animals, do I think Bat Doom is still viable? The, the problem that I've run into is... The most consistent team I've lost to has been Jubilee. Does she shoot through Henry? No. So Sky Tyrant doesn't oh, have. She just kills Sky Tyrant. Sky Tyrant doesn't have stealth, right? So um, I even made adjustments into top sixteen. I put the Waldo Arms on Doom sixty seven for the first time, and then Doom sixty seven just moved up and missed. But it didn't matter because I already triggered a Dark Phoenix retail. Sure. Because I needed Dark Phoenix to roll a six, she hit, missed, missed, and because I needed his Dark Phoenix to KO the other Dark Phoenix, and then move her away, and then I can KO her with a Flash or Doom sixty seven. So both Dark Phoenixes are out of play. I can withstand another Jubilee hit. I 
can't take a Jubilee hit and a Dark Phoenix hit. No. Yeah. So I go up to try to KO his Jubilee. It turns out I was I was tilted in top sixteen. It happens. It turns out I hit Jubilee instead of missing her, but he he retailed my team with a fourteen attack or thirteen attack Dark Phoenix. And there was nothing left of my team to really yeah. matter at that point, right? There was still Mimic that came over and just charge flurried me afterwards. Sure. Um, and yeah, Dark Phoenix has fallen off a little bit, but it is still devastating like, right. to your team if a Dark Phoenix retails you. Well, so I think she's still the swap makes her so much better, and maybe Cable will talk about this a little bit because if you lose map, if you lose map, it's bad. Dark Phoenix is bad, most likely. But if you win map and you can keep her in FTI, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's all gravy, because sure, then fair. then they have to, then they can body block and position her and you know do some other things, especially if they kill your Sky Tyrant immediately, just fucking wreck well, I feel, you. I feel like Dan, your team is the hard counter to Dark Phoenix, though. So, like, it's mostly like, oh well, you got to watch out for Sky Tyrants and Batman. If you're playing Sky and uh, playing Dark Phoenix, not saying like, oh, how did you lose? It was more of like, right, you know, Dark Phoenix fell off. Like I debated playing Dark Phoenix at the uh, the Click Stoff event mm -hmm. with Gladdy Daddy and all that stuff, and because of Cosmic, and everyone was like, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. And I think Jay Major ended up playing it, but it, it was because Batman's there. Batman right. could just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna shoot her or mind control her. To kill all your pieces, right? Um, well, so that was the whole deal, right? Is yeah. is I it's a way that Adam positioned Dark Phoenix was in front of Dark Phoenix. So the idea is, I mind control the Dark Phoenix, put the alchemical fire onto that one. That Dark Phoenix KOs the other Dark Phoenix, and then I move that Dark Phoenix without having to do a breakaway up five squares because she's already out two, and then flash. Um, or Doom 67 can knock her back to stop. She doesn't get an imperv roll. I don't care about the imperv roll. All I do is care about hitting her back to stop. And then the next turn, she's KO'd. Both Dark Phoenixes are out of play. Then ideally, Doom 67 kills Jubilee on that team. And then we're, we're gravy, right? Then I just have to fight a, a Cables and a Mimic. And I have a pretty good chance of beating that. But the the whole mind control thing just falls apart, which it did. Then I I'd, I'd take a big giant bird up the ass. True. So it was fine. I mean, I, that's the most consistent thing, right? That has beaten Bat Doom is Jubilee and Dark Phoenix. So it, it comes down to I don't know if it's viable. Um, I, we need to really do our set review for Empire because, to be honest, I unboxed a case of it tonight live on on Facebook, and I was like, I don't even know what these pieces are right now. I have no clue. Yeah. I have no clue. Um, I have not. Yeah, looked at it this definitely set. helps going through that. Yeah. So well, once you know, if I if I if I can find something in the new set that kind of tickles the pickle, then maybe we'll do some tweaking. But well, I have a point. I think I have a point to talk about that, but I think the key thing we need to hear first is really how the Jubilee team works, and I'm pretty sure Caleb is by far the best person to talk to about it yes, at this yes. moment. Exactly. So, so let's hear, yeah, let's hear Jubilee. about that. Yeah. 
Well, so um, I ended up going nine and zero. My team, for those who don't know, I uh, yeah. played the X Men theme team. It was a plus ten. Um, I played Cable with his two clones, uh, Kate Pride, uh, Maggot, Professor X, um, Dark Phoenix, and three multiple men, uh, which makes it a plus 10, and then the Reality Gem for a second Perplex. So the goal is to win map, um, get my Kate Pog, which gives me the Lockheed with a Perplex, and then Reality Gem's a second Perplex. Um, the problem with the cables is they both only get one free TK. They don't have power TK. So the reality gem allows to have two K two TKs on the team. Um, which I did not realize that until I was playtesting the team is like I gotta put the reality gem on a cable clone to get two TKs on the team. Um and then my sideline I had Exodus, um, Jubilee, the super rare from X. Uh, House of X that changes to click seven on Otherworld Castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, then a Maggot, number two, uh, Bishop, Pixie, Diamond Patch, Cypher, Manta, and Gorilla Grodd. Um, of the nine games I played, I never brought in Gorilla Grodd. Um, kind of forgot that he was there. <laughs> uh, I, I also never brought in Diamond Patch. Patch was there for. Um, oh gosh. Chip Chain Stealth, the uh, the guy from Superman Null. or from Null, yeah, yeah, from yeah. Null. It was a Null matchup, which I never played against, and then Manta was there, but I never brought in Manta. Sure. Um, just real quick, um, is this a team that you build? I've seen like similar ones for you know a couple months now. So I got the ideas of Cable and Kate, um, but I've never. I I guess I haven't seen this exact build. A lot of people mm-hmm. do swap outs and bring in like Chase A and and. Um, Prime Mimic. Yeah, I've seen that too. And Mario McTaggart. Um, but my goal of the tournament was to go high theme. So the two kind of um, theme teams I was looking at was X Men and Monster, because you can get to plus 10, plus 11 yep. relatively easily. Um, but I knew that the two main figures I needed to watch out for were Blackheart and Sky Tyrant. And with this team, Jubilee having Invincible can ignore the mystic from blackheart can deal the penetrating damage and then maggots can poison them to kill him so mm-hmm. i had to build a team that i could do both a jubilee attack and two maggots to do poison if needed so my typical swap was i took out the main cable and kate pride and a multiple man and brought in uh, uh jubilee and pixie and my second maggot okay um, I'm up with two maggots so two maggots, and the, the the cool thing about Pixie is she can phase 10, and then she can drop the maggots within three squares, which can get around barrier, because oh. not on fire. I thought so she, she could only do that for, like, the Jean Grey school or whatever. Or am I wrong? Uh, any X-Men? Right, yeah, any X-Men. Dang, okay. There's a keyboard she can drop them within three. So she would just phase up 10, drop them within three, then the maggots, of course, have sidestep, so it had a almost a full board reach with just that that's yeah it's just cool. share it's just share a keyword it's just share a keyword tyler yeah, so it's a G, it's gene gray mystical there. new mutants and x-men so gotcha yeah so so the opening two plays for just against any my my goal is i carried jubilee out converted a click seven perplexed defense by two and they can either run out and try to punch her with something or my next turn running shot with her i free tiki out pixie 
uh, power action move both maggots. Then my third action, I carry the maggots. And then fourth action, I run Jubilee out, do a shot, remove barrier. Then the maggot pogs are autonomous. So that's kind of the opening move. So the reason I built the team was I can do that and burn and kill a Blackheart or snipe a uh, Sky Tyrant with Jubilee. And I think what I think what's I think what uh, now I'm gonna this is a big one for me that I don't think you mentioned on your turn one or turn zero is that you position your jubilee in such a way with the multiple men that she can't be close attacked that easily. Yeah, yeah. You can body block and put her in a, a heavy object, so it makes her essentially a twenty-one defense from range. With invincible and shape change, and then you body block with two multiple men, and you can't really get to her from close. She's protected out wit too, right? And protected out wit, yeah. Um, have you ever in like testing or games have you ever had her just die when you move out? You more nope. see some? Actually, all of the nine games, she never died one time. Okay. She just stayed alive. I think the most time she got damaged was to click three, and then I just used the X. Oh, you mean she didn't ability. die the whole tournament? Yeah, like the whole tournament, she never died. Oh, wow. Now yeah, I think was, I, now I think it, Tyler was asking also in testing because I think I KO'd her round yes. I think yeah, I KO'd yes, her uh, in a in a Brad a Brad weekly event uh, round turn one. Yep. Okay. Yeah, if you can get by her shape change and hit her three times with a eleven Doom. attack, then it does it pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doom. Okay. Well, I had a twelve. And Waller gave him Waller has a perplex, so I did have a twelve. Okay. Calm down, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> I would just like to say that I have my team will KO uh, pick uh, Jubilee, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. It, it does it. It does it pretty handedly. So, but another cool trick that I do with um, cable clones is because they're free TK, they can phase out nine and mm -hmm. TK an object back, and then sidestep pick it up, so I can steal objects pretty easily um, with the cable clones. Um, but so my first five games in in Swiss, um, I. The highest theme I went against was uh, the robots of Aaron Morgan, which I think was a plus twelve. Maybe it was an. I think it was a, a twelve. Um, and he won map and took me to Doom's Castle. Um, and he tried. To, I brought in uh, Exodus and Bishop to decrease his range on his mind control move up and attack. Um, he was still able to reach across the board. Went for Exodus and his Superman missed. Exodus to finish him in one turn and then the next turn I got to retail with Dark Phoenix and Mind Control with Exodus and yeah, killed a lot, a lot of um, the other high theme I went against in the top cut 16 was Paul Cote's monster which is a plus 11 I beat his on map roll and then was able to take out Tyrant and then he missed three times going for a maggot Brought in a black Vulcan poisoned and then forgot that I could retail after that. So oh. and killed a whole lot of his back line. Dang. Um, how, um, mentioning that, how does your team um, fare going second? Do you have a plan for like switch outs or barrier, things that'll stop the end, like an alpha? Mm -hmm. So the only barrier I have on the team is Cypher on the sideline, um, with only four squares. Um, the only other, uh, high point figure I have that brings in is Exodus and then I have Bishop for the anti-range Okay. Uh, then it comes down to do I want Cypher for barrier, do I want Dark Phoenix but Dark Phoenix is typically a, a primary target so mm -hmm. um, of the two games I did lose map, the one game I took out Dark Phoenix and put in Cypher mm 
the other one I left in, uh, Dark Phoenix, and um, he ended up ignoring Dark Phoenix and going for Exodus, and then that kind of bit him yeah. in the butt. Hard, yeah, she's hard to ignore. <laughs> but it was, yeah, so one of the games in my in the top four, I played that Adam Medjig, Med Mesa Jueski. Yep. <laughs> Mesa Jueski and doing an X-Men theme as well, plus 10. Um, he rolled a 10 on the map roll, and I rolled an 11. And so took him to Otherworld Castle. We both had Jubilee, but Dark Phoenix was able to heal to her click 300, like the starting point. <laughs> wow. And I just could tap Jubilee for, for three, and then finished her with a cable clone pretty easily. Wait, man. So I think you buried the. I, I think I think you buried the lead there. Um, how in the world did Dark Phoenix heal up to her? What did you do to get her to heal up that much? That's nine. <laughs> so I I retailed and I was able to kill like his cable clones. Um, I had damaged. His oh, at Iceman, and there was someone else. I can't remember exactly who I killed my first turn. And then she did a power action shot, and I killed a couple of people. Wait, so then, he didn't swap out his Iceman? No, he kept Iceman in and Dark Phoenix. So he just had he didn't have two Dark Phoenix. Okay. Huh. And then Dang. kept on doing one shots, and and I forgot that even if tag someone for three, she's still doing four damage and just yep. keeps killing and. <laughs> She just never died, and he never he never did any damage to her. So she was up to yeah, twelve hypersonic, twelve pensai, nineteen and five outwit. It's not bad. I think if uh, I think I, if that I think if that happens, you just you just go take a nap. It. Yeah, you're just like that's I, what the mercy roll is for. If Dark Phoenix gets to this line, you mercy roll. That should be in the rules. Yeah. It, yeah. So she was able to tag uh, Jubilee, his Jubilee for three, like, and then Cable got her up her last click though oh, wow. um that was kind of the exciting um and then of course in the the finals i don't know if y'all watched but that was that was well, one of those last action until it cut out it cut out for us right did it ever come yeah back? no i don't think it i don't think it came i went to sleep after it cut out i so. was upset i was watching it so we got what happened please so i'll talk about this game because um I, so i built the team for blackheart and his team had both blackheart also it had jason wingard and then he swapped out for Dark Phoenix, um, and then a guard, and then he had Chip, and he had Felix Faust. Yep. Um, I so, can, I think and he almost always swaps to that team. That's what it seemed to be. Well, and it's really effective. So I yeah. think that he tried, and he did successfully. Um, I think he baited me to kill his dark, his uh, Blackheart. He moved him out and didn't put him next to the Mitt for ESD. So I did my mm-hmm. opening turn. I went in with Jubilee and sniped him to his stop click, and then brought in my maggots and poisoned him and killed Blackheart and then well I thought so so (laughs) I'm up 75 points I'm like cool Um, I you know sidestep do whatever and it's your turn and then he retail well he does first he mind control chains my entire team with uh, Jason Wingard um, ends up killing both maggots and damaging uh, Pixie then he retails with Dark Phoenix he he killed both maggots just with a mind control chain it was either with the mind control train or with Dark Phoenix. It was one of the okay, two. Okay, okay. Pretty quickly. And then he retailed with Dark Phoenix, and then he triple targeted with Dark Phoenix, and then he had Rookie come in with his last action and, like, took out everything. I think he got up, it was 75 to, like, 160 or something. He took out a oh. whole, like, it was See, bad. we, 
we cut out right as you were you killed his 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 black card in turn one and we all were just thinking you you know oh Caleb, you know we're, Caleb's got it yeah and, i was just like okay yeah caleb's got it black heart's dead so and, and then and then in facebook it came in caleb won so i thought that was just kind of the end of it right because mm. well because because oh, no. uh, you dropped i was like all right so you like the it cut out right pixie was phased in dropped the maggots removed the debris mm-hmm. and i'm like okay here comes a poison poison two attacks from the pogs Yeetosaurus, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that, okay. Yeah. So, so then I my, my next turn, all I'm left with is Jubilee on top click with two Cable Clones and Professor X. That's it. Wow. Everything else is dead. Wait, Professor so, X, the swap one? The swap one, yeah. Oh, you kept him in. Okay. Kept him in. Um, so Cable Clone had the Perplex. I had no one with printed prob. I had... Um, I don't think I had any theme team probs left, and he had Chip and uh, Felix Faust, who both had yep. printed prob. So my next turn, I come in and I kill I uh, kill Exodus, or sorry, uh, Felix Faust, and um, his first rookie. Then his next turn, he creates second rookie, and he tries. He goes and kills Professor X and misses Jubilee with shape change, and then uh, misses one of the Cable clones. So my next turn, I'm down to just Jubilee, two clones, one perplex, no probs, and he has full Jason, full Chip, two Hellfire guards, and second rookie. And so he's got a you know a 19 defense for at the least with two people he can mastermind too. So my only thing I can do is go for Chip and Chip's rocking a 21 or 20 defense to my 12 attack is the most I have. So I use one turn. I have to clear Jubilee because she's double tokened and I missed my giant size. He does his thing. He whiffs with uh, rookie against both clones, which was kind of lucky. The next turn I go in 12 attack on his 20. I shoot and I miss. He does the same thing with rookie misses both cables and then this is the last last turn of the of the game is when I perplex my attack to a twelve, went against his chip, needing an eight, no probs either way. Oh and, what? And wow. killed it. so I killed his chip. And then we added up the points. I forgot that Pixie counted for uh sixty five instead of forty five because she swapped out for oh, uh, yeah. So it put him to two twenty, but when I killed Chip, it brought me to two twenty five. So I and beat him. That was him. on last action. It was on. It, it was fifteen seconds left, is what Brad okay. was. Talking. But okay. I did that, and then I, I killed that, and then I cleared, and then he went on his turn, and time was called. So. Oh, okay. So we had like fifteen seconds on his turn. Right. Left. Yeah. So, there was not hardly any time left in the game. Oh wow. Dang. So I, I think I think what's so crazy about that is that maybe he should have focused on Jubilee a bit more. Because mm-hmm. Jubilee's worth a hundred on your team. Hundred points, yeah, it's a whole lot of points mm. stuck into her. Right. Dang. Okay. So, so it just uh, the rolling an eight to win a major tournament is a consistent theme of the winners. By the way, <laughs> yeah. um, I I had to do it with a I had to do it with a group retail, um, with uh with no probs either way, and. Uh, after proceeding to throw the dice three times off the table, um, I finally I finally got it to stick, and I rolled an eight. Um, so an eight's a big deal. So if you can hit that eight, wow. you're in you're in good shape. So 
Yep. So, Ke- Caleb, I got to know, are you mentally prepared for the eventual multiple Doctor Thing team that's going to roll out to make sure you can't bring any of your pieces in? Yep. Uh, prepared, yes. Um, I know I've, <laughs> I've opened up sideline spots for these new, for Venom Mags, because he is an X-Men somehow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, the Beast. Um, I think Beast is going to be a good one for a, for an alpha with some stuff. But as far as for a doctor thing, no, I haven't. Yep. Well, you better be prepared. Better be prepared. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm totally playing. He, he says he's totally kidding, but Alex is the only one that has done well with Dr. Thing. So, <laughs> Well, that's because I played two Dooms. I played uh, the other Doom. I think I played Annihilate and Conquer and Dr. Thing. Right. Yeah. The perfect combination of the sauce. That was a completely different meta back then. Anyway. Um... Well, before we go any further, I do have to give a shout out to my girlfriend, Sarah. So this was a 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. day. Yeah, and right. being a diabetic, I have to make sure that my blood sugar stays good. And we don't have a whole lot of time to like take breaks and eat. And she was right there checking my blood sugar and making sure that I was not going Aww. too low. And so she made sure that my blood sugar was good throughout the day. So That's big awesome. shout out to her. As many mimosas as he needed. And drink mimosas through. Is it weird that I just imagined oh. her giving you little sugar Whoa. cubes like a horse? Whoa. <laughs> I I did not realize she was here too. Oh. She is listening. Oh my gosh. I'm just imagining um, you in the middle of like a flurry or something and she comes up and like gives you like, Okay, eat this, eat this here. And you and you just you just munch on it while playing and just go into town. So uh that is that is how I got the twelve. Or so the, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about saying this right now, but because she, I know she's listening, but uh, that uh, would be what you would call wifey material, um, because <laughs> yeah. because as a fellow diabetic, um, <laughs> Sam does similar things for me. So <laughs> she she makes sure that we take snacks and you know have Snickers bars or. You know, whatever I need to make it through to the uh, to the lunchtime break at tournaments. Well, it, I mean, it's a long day. You know, from ten to eleven, that's child. thirteen <laughs> hours with a thirty-minute lunch break. That's all you really get. So yeah, true. Um, yeah, but, but anyway, all that to say, so I went nine and zero. I won map seven of the nine times. Um, the the times I did win map, I got lucky on the not losing. Um, the the other time I did lose map was against um, Wes Summers brought me to Ancient Hold and this was kind of a fun game where it's he he, is, he uses the the Emma Frost that can mind control through barrier yeah. so it's almost impossible for me to get to him and he's also using Harry Leland so my maggot's kind of useless and he gets up on points and then kind of sits back and holds up and I somehow get an exodus to mind control and I get mind control his exodus the two by two one exodus goes to hit somebody and crit misses after all the probs so it goes <laughs> to clip two I move break away he takes four damage from exodus and then he gets poisoned with maggot and dies which ends up getting me the win so Jeez. it was it was one of those just the dice in favor mm-hmm. yeah his that it's a really cool team that he has um i did never ever ever want to play against it but <laughs> it's yeah. a cool team that he has <laughs> oh it just yeah it's it just it doesn't let you 
play the game a lot of the time. Yeah, it takes away your range, takes away your drop-off, and you just have to wait for him to essentially get the first attack is kind of how it goes. Especially if he wins the map and goes to under. Yep. So would you would you say um, Jubilee was the MVP on your team? Did oh, you... by, by far, yeah. Every game that I played, anytime I won map, I went to Otherworld Castle, and she was the first person I got in, by far. So I feel like if there was a Facebook, you know, a year in review type thing, I feel like this this time, yeah, Facebook doesn't do that. Um, this time last year, there was House of X, right? It came out in December of last year, or did it come out later? I don't remember. No, it came out December, I think. No, it came out January, but we knew all the pieces. Right. Uh, it just was that, delayed. It was That's correct, yeah. And so I remember either we said it on the podcast or it was just through talks everyone was talking about oh yeah jubilee's pretty cool but you know it not being able to guarantee that she turns into a dragon or shogo whatever she is it, it's just not worth it she's garbage okay, garbage on that if she doesn't switch to click seven she's completely oh yeah yeah and i feel like someone at WizKids heard that and was like you know what i love jubilee so much we got to make this work. And that's how the switch out teams were born. Because I remember, yeah, I just remember these talks like, oh, yeah, if she hits that, you're on it. And it's like, but because of the plus three maximum on map rolls, yeah. that's just not guaranteed. But then we get the switch out, and switch out just changes, changes everything. And it's the meta is so different that, you know, we don't really consider the switch out as its own mechanic in the sense of like ID cards title characters but i think we got to make sure we do because it's just such a radical thing now yeah. yeah it's so it makes the meta so different and that's why and i wanted to talk about this before caleb talked and you know i wanted to wait to or after he talked was you know dane you were talking about your team whether it's still viable tyler you were talking about your team whether it's still viable mm -hmm. and in my opinion they're both still viable it's just right now the meta has planned for it and has been planning for it for months now but you know this time last year or a little bit before this time last year we were talking about the dreaded triangle where you had or it may have been before that where you had you know vulture and batman beats vulture or you know the and then this beats batman but then vulture beats well, that so the, the 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 start of the pandemic when we lost id cards it was uh it was vulture widow and uh batman and, i think it's batman and, and probably yeah. batman yeah yeah and we were like those are the three main like they just counter each other and i mentioned this in our group chat that it's now no longer a triangle it's like a dodecahedron where there's just <laughs> so many counters to counters and so like batman has a place because it has to keep certain things in place and which is signifying a good meta if you really want to get down to it, when there's multiple teams that can arise that doesn't just purely take off. Because we all thought going into this tournament that Patrick Frazier's monster team would just be everywhere because it was pretty oppressive and it, 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 it's strong. And, I mean, he he made top cut because he won in that previous, the, the in-person tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he, he lost his first match in top 16, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but he still made his way there. So not trying to downplay him at all. But we didn't see that. And it's because people were already building for Monster. X-Men has always been this team, I feel like, that's been lingering. And it's been around, and no one's really fully solved it. There were some good good ideas. 
but I don't feel like it, it cracked some tops, but it wasn't winning yet. Right. And I well, feel like Caleb Caleb is now the oh yeah, now we gotta really worry about X Men uh-huh. and we've gotta solve for Jubilee. And so come January, February, not saying the team's gonna be bad, it's still a major team. I'm saying like, okay, maybe we people are gonna focus on units that could to do something to Jubilee. Because yeah. I wasn't going in planning, oh yes, I got I knew Jubilee was existing. I played against it at the Clicks Cup. Uh, or not the Clicks Clickstoff event, sorry clicks off classic and i knew it was a force to be reckoned with and i was mentally preparing but i wasn't building around it if that makes sense yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah my plan was like so i mean i had played against caleb and i think paul cote a few times with it and you know i had a very specific plan depending on if they moved out turn one or if they stayed in fti um and the plan was is that I, I just lose Tyrant, right? Like the Tyrant just goes. And there's almost nothing I can do about it, right? There's If they roll a six, maybe even less sometimes, Yeah. Um, they just, Tyrant dies. Nothing I can do about it. Well, against your team, it's a, it's a seven because the most that Jubilee can get to is a 13. Oh, um, my... Adam can get to a 14. Adam's team got to oh. a 14. Oh, because oh, uh, he copied Mimic Copies Perplex, yeah. Yeah, because he had Cypher, uh, the Bird, and uh, Mimic. So. Oh, you don't have Mimic on your team. I just realized. I, I kind of was just assuming. I forgot. Yeah, it's a, it's I forgot. a dragon for like the third time. It's a dragon. <laughs> right, yeah. It's not uh-huh. a bird. Lockheed yeah. is a dragon. Lockheed is a dragon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a bird. <laughs> Got it. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, so it's a six, right? And even in your case, Caleb, it's a, it's an eight, it's a seven with theme props. Well, no, with, yeah. Well, sorry, it was a, it was a seven with maggots and three theme team props. Right. Yeah, um, and then so like in Adam's case, it was a six with, um, the two props because mimic carried up maggot, and a theme team prob from. Um, Jubilee and maybe even another theme team prob but it was just a six with three three probs I positioned it to where I could get two probs on it but it's almost not worth it because I've got to just save those for later in the de- later in the game yeah um, so that was my so... plan right is like lose Tyrant but if they break FTI try to kill Jubilee with Doom 67 take the retail away from the rest of my team and just hope to be able to grind it out with the Flash and Batman. Um, but, um, you know, it, it didn't work out for me that way. So I had a plan. It just didn't work out. So, um, Yeah, but uh, looking at your team um, on the day, I guess, what, um, what did you like the whole team? Was there any like changes you would make? Anything you notice moving forward, or anything in the new upcoming set that is going to change what what's on the team? So the main force, I think, is pretty. I think it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. The plus the plus ten. It's hard to give up a plus ten. I mean, mm-hmm. I aided on going a plus nine and adding a second maggot to the main force and putting uh, Arc Phoenix on sideline. But there were a couple of pieces, like I said, I did not use, which was the um, diamond patch and manta 
I think Diamond Patch can't leave because there are teams that you just have no shape yeah. change. Um, but Manta, I don't think I ever needed Manta. I don't think that Jubilee ever needed to have ignoring stealth and getting five damage instead of four. Sure. Uh, so that can be a takeoff. Like on her, if, if you get the map, is the only time you're playing Jubilee. And once mm -hmm. you get that map, it's kind of, you know, Dan's team, you know, 80% of it has stealth, but Jubilee doesn't care because she's shooting the 20%. So she doesn't need it too much because she's a giant and can shoot over everything. Right. And the barrier. And the, the, the figures that I that I focused on were Sky Tyrant and Black Art, and neither of them have stealth. So sure. she was able to do the do it without Manta. Mm -hmm. uh, so And also Grodd. I know Trouble or Troublemakers are, are super important, but I just never used them. Like nine games, I never brought them in one time. So I so think I, I think there was I had a suggestion for you there, Caleb. Is you sh I, I would have went with Brainiac instead of Grodd because of the map that I used. Because yeah. of the map that you used um, for elevated. Sure. Yeah, because yep. the, it, it's it's not going to be that you have the action because Grodd's the better attacker on average, mm -hmm. but with your team. I feel like you're not going to have an action to attack with Grodd. You're yep. on, you're only going to be able to use the additional benefit from Brainiac. Right, the rolling, the because of roll. the rolling. Yeah. yeah, so that and the outwit. Uh, yeah, and the outwit, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. Um, but uh, that that was my feeling on your team. Was like, man, he probably could have used a Brainiac just for tempo control. Um, but. Uh, I do like yeah, the, I, I do like the option of your team where because Pixie does have passenger three, so there's some matchups where if you got three maggots in there, um, you're just you're overkilling with the poison and that kind of thing, right. and, and, and the non doom yeah. matchups, right? And yeah, having to use get to use all my autonomous versus not get to use them. Yeah, but you almost, okay, it's almost like you have to get you have to fit the legacy cyclops in to go with three maggots. So that way you can get um five actions instead of four. Mm -hmm. Um is um is there any matchup that you're kinda not worried about but you you have like a or any piece in particular that you're you're worried about seeing? Well, in, so of the teams that I, when I lost map, I mean, losing map, I never went Jubilee, so I lost my, like, right. super big damage output. It's Exodus. So the the question then is, how do I protect Exodus and then allow him to get close enough to use his mind control? Um, with the new set coming out, the Venom Magneto, I can choose to use them on the 100-point line or the 35-point line. So if I needed to, I have another... Oh, I didn't even realize you could do that now. Yeah, you can decide because of the rule change. Yep, you can you can say I'm going to use this guy at 100 points this game and 300, you know, 30, 35 points the other. Yeah, games. you don't have to specify a point line anymore. Wow, so I didn't realize that's that. In addition to the sideline, um, as far as pieces, Doom 67 just limiting me to three actions, which takes away the autonomous pogs. Really, that's kind of what I was going to ask. With Dooms, do you prefer is the is Doom 67 worse for you than Lord Doom, even though you have two maggots? Yes. Yep, because I can um, decide not to use my second maggot, and I can bring in, I don't know, Bishop, or I could bring in um, Manta at that point. Um, but if I win map and I have him switch and he goes to, to big capital Doom 67, then 
I, I have to decide, do I want to bring in a second maggot that I probably won't get to do anything with, or do I go to something different? Yeah, true. So your actions would be normal, you said. She's already up there, so you TK, move, move, move is your four actions? Yep. Okay, and you couldn't do that. So you'd have to, the most you could do is like leave one maggot back, carry the other one up. Right, so I only get to bring one maggot. So, or... you're, Tyler, you're missing just, it's it's uh, shoot with Jubilee, free TK, move a maggot up, then move Pixie is three oh, actions. Sure, yeah. If you get yeah. the fourth action, then you get to move the second maggot up to Pixie. Second maggot, sure. Now the, the the other problem is I have to move Jubilee out on my turn one to get everyone across the map with four actions. Right. So, so if I don't bring her out my first turn, then my turn two is I just send out Jubilee and then I use a cable to phase out and free TK her back and hope she survives the clap back. Yeah, whatever. You know, Caleb in um, Empire, your your best gal might be making a comeback and she does somewhat hard counter jubilee um and that's uh black widow your best gal Ooh. Okay, she does, black widow. yeah she comes <laughs> back with avengers and she begins switched out uh, so yep. wait you're gonna have to remind me why does black widow hurt so Black Widow could remove a trade craft and makes it where you can only use display powers and Jubilee's and protected at, well that and her protected outwit is her movement power. So you basically turn that power off and then Black Widow has outwit. So she can make no, no, Jubilee no. now outwittable now. No, that's not that's not accurate. Well you have to use the uh, you have to use the shifting focus to take away the team ability. No, so right. she. No, I don't. I don't think you're, you're. 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 You're both kind of wrong. I think. Um, so, Black Widow only takes away standard powers that are not on the dial. Not so and like the running shot and So she. So so she would take away the running shot and the psychic blast. So she would still get plus three range, and she would still get protected outwit. So, oh, I see what you're so saying. So if yeah. is there one of the shifting widows that removes protected outwit, or just team abilities? It removes team abilities, not protected outwit. All right, then never mind. So, so, Ju so Jubilee would still have protected outwit because it does not come from a team ability. Right, 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 right. Oh well. Sorry, I sorry to sorry to ruin that there, but that's very specific, right? Because there's not really a silver bullet necessarily to KO Jubilee. Right. Now the cool thing about Black Widow is she can use a tradecraft and make her range still a five, because then she can't increase her combat values. Oh, true. That's true. Right. Um, um, but, but the the other thing, I guess the only uh, oh sorry, Widow go ahead. is with no. I was just saying, with no reducer, Black Widow is very vulnerable to poisons. all the alpha poisons. And... Yeah, right, but you yeah. you'd be switched out. You just switch her out for those. True. That's, that's, true. True. that's, that's true. a big deal. That's a that's a thing that you know we'll talk more when we do Empire and we talk. We probably will do an episode or a live stream like we did with Brotherhood and the Professor X and the Magneto switch outs. You know, Avengers is going to need one also because. You know, we're having to call back figures we haven't played in a year and a half, it feels like. Right. You know, Black Widows, Immortal Hulks, all of those. 
and they're going to be right back in the game because they were hard countered by losing map to bad matchups. You know, right. if you go against a bad team, oh, they're hard countered. But now they get the same treat, relative same treatment to X-Men and Brotherhood now or Hellfire Club that you're going to see a lot of these pieces yeah. come back that, that that weren't there before. So, yeah, Caleb, you, 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 Caleb, you love your X-Men team, but, you know, I know you loved those Black Widows for a while, so... Yep, they're gonna they're gonna hold a special place in my heart. Yeah. So, so I think the but I think the only other ha- the hard counter to um, Jubilee, which I think is interesting, would be the Secret Six. Um, but you know we we say that now, and I'm almost tired of saying it at this point because we just haven't seen them anymore. So um, yeah, they're just really not playable because of the lack of barrier and then they're just they're kind of relying on going first but they're not a plus 11 yeah they it's don't only right now. plus 7 is the highest they can get right yeah right on the theme. monster version can be okay but then you know it doesn't help you against <laughs> jubilee right not like you don't have enough chase beast does. right now like chase beast gets rid of protected our win just you know throwing it out there yeah but new side but that has yeah that's new set stuff so um, I do like that, but I think it's interesting um, that if you remove her protected outwit, you can outwit her movement power. Which is uh, protected outwit. Which, which, I, I get that, but it also takes away her protected pulse wave, makes her a normal symbol with foot, but she still has psi blast and plus three range. Yeah. Um, it's just an odd combination of what happens to her when that. Um, uh, movement power is taken away. Um, I don't know. Now, something else to consider with, and depending on the errata for this Venom Rogue, she can become part of what Jubilee is on Click 7. Right. Yes. Depending on what they make the errata for, if they do. Wait, what was that? I'm sorry? Oh, I see what you're saying. And you can copy either the special attack or the special fist power from jubilee and do part of what she does do you think if you win map if you win map map, yeah okay do you think Uh she needs change um i i do um i because it's not just copying jubilee i mean there's so many things she can copy as a special special power that i was thinking today like she can like people have already talked about sky tyrant and Mm -hmm. you know you can copy a retail even and do a retail with her or yeah, it, um, it feels like it feels like you they, take another a. Yeah, it feels like they missed the word standard. Like, yep. it feels like it feels I, like like I, I know I get I get what you're saying, Tyler. Like, she works perfectly as designed. Right. It's like, more, no, no, it's it's more than that. It's that I really don't think it breaks her. I've had this conversation with a couple people, and I'll be like, "What do you think breaks her?" And then they'll say something, and I'll be like. Well, that's good, but I don't think it is broken. I think it's just a really good seventy-five point piece. Um, I think the I think the copying blob is the worst thing. I don't yeah. think that's that it... bad, <laughs> right? It's not that like there are other pieces that have historically just taken one damage. So, what are your thoughts on someone copying a stop click on a retail that's protected? Outwit protected pulse wave, and they just she takes one click every attack. Well, you can't well, you can't do yeah, that, that because work. because the click's not revealed. 
Yeah, it doesn't stop well, every turn. You still get the powers, but the power is never revealed, which is where the stop click happens. It's not revealed on her dial, so it doesn't stop, but you still get all the powers and the protected stuff. You just, oh. It's not an effective stop click. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that's the, the bigger argument I hear from people. Like, I was talking to Isaac during our match or before our match about it, about this. And uh, he was under the same impression. Oh, you could copy stop clicks, and she just has right. a stop click. I think if that were true, absolutely, she's crazy. But what I see is I see a seventy-five point charge piece that could copy one special power, which I understand. She could copy Sky Tyrant, mm -hmm. but you could play Sky Tyrant for twenty-five points less. I mean, I, but I, yeah, go ahead. But what I'm saying is, like, if she had that and she could pick other powers, or she mm -hmm. got everyone all of their powers or she had more than just charge, um, I'd be more on the fence about it. But right now I'm looking at, okay, she gets a Jubilee's movement power or something. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, she doesn't have a lot of things to that she can't be killed with. Sure. She had Invincible, maybe I'd be more against, or Power Cosmic, so I'd here's be the more thing. against it. So here's the thing about with it for me is... She can use it until she chooses again instead of the mm -hmm. start of your next turn. That inherently makes it more powerful from a timing perspective because a if she if she chooses the giant, if she chooses the willpower, you know, if she chooses all these other things, she gets the beginning of turn timing and then she can use it mm -hmm. and then choose another power. So yeah. if his, if we're speaking historically, that sort of timing becomes too powerful because it was something like, say, what Goblin King have. And what, and they, you know, part of that was part of his change, I do believe. They, didn't they, it was. Didn't they do that with Unimine also? Uh, no, Uni stayed the same on his power choosing. He got to choose until he chooses, chose again, but he had a very limited set. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, but Goblin King, was, that, that timing was, was taken away from Goblin King. Yeah. Um, there are other things that exploit that though like um, the motion modifier can do the same thing comes to mind right you can kind of use both in the same turn um, but yeah I don't think she but that's, that's a limited but that's a though. but that's a limited subset though Tyler we're two, we're talking about four options instead of an entire team worth of power picking yeah it's, it's you're really you're you there's only a couple things you're gonna copy every game so it's not like that big of a but anyway, the best combo I've heard with her is running two of her and um, Mr. Oz, because then they all get that TK power, and so <laughs> your your opponent can't TK. They TK out six, and you place Move them back, back. six. You know? Yeah, so something like that is pretty funny. Um, you can also TK 12. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, but I... Even that, you know, you're investing 200 points in that. 200 points that basically says your opponent can't TK. But then you just have, you know, at that point, you just have two charge pieces that are just, they're, you know, okay charge pieces. Does that does that bring back the way her, she's worded? Would that bring, I mean, we're all begging for Pulse Wave to come back in some form or fashion. Because doesn't Pulse Wave just negate that then until she chooses her next turn? Because uh, it would yeah, end, it sure. would it would end the duration, right? Yeah, it would. until she chooses again. Which I know that's not that big of a deal, but mm -hmm. I'm looking for any reason for Pulse Wave to become uh, 
relevant because right now it's just not it's like you have pulse wave and you're like okay i deal one but if it's something where i could just turn off her if she's a big threat and i could just be like all right you got those cool power you saved up i'll have someone come in pulse wave you for one and then i'll go to town but i don't know i wish they buffed pulse wave back but I, i i could see them doing an errata like you were talking about dan to goblin king i think that would be enough because I didn't think about the fact she could choose one and just keep it the whole game until she chose again. Um, like if they nerfed that to say until your next turn, I think that would be enough because that would still require you to have that figure on the field to keep copying it. As opposed to beginning a game, I copy Sky Tyrant and then I never have to worry about Sky Tyrant being on the board anymore. I just because. don't. We haven't even seen her played. No, no. I, I, it's, it means that, right. So it's all hypothetical, right? Um, but, but we're also we're I think we're also looking at it from the standpoint of WizKids doesn't really do erratas until right when the set comes out, and then they don't really do anything with the set again. Well, so unless it gets it, unless into a it's watch too, list. unless it's too powerful, right? So my perspective, I would say this is that this would be proposed changes at a watch list level, not day one. Oh, I think they do it day one. No, I I, I don't think I so. Think, well, I th- it is day one today, but right, you know what I mean. <laughs> it would be next week. So I think if they did a day one change, it would just be to standard powers. I'm not advocating that they do that. I want to be clear, Tyler. But okay. I'm saying if they did one, it would be just to standard powers. Um, and then she's unplayable at that point. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's fine. I mean, Mimic's plenty playable with displayed standard powers, but... But he keeps stacking powers. Yeah. If they, if they do a change like that, then she's on my sideline for X Men swap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, I'm, again, again, don't like crucify me for saying that. It's just, I just, that's just my thought about what it, what it would be. I don't think she needs one uh, unless she becomes a problem. I think she's a watch list issue, not a day one problem. I think, I, I yeah, I think they, I think they already have her on her list. If I were Wiz Kids. Because we've seen this before. We I, saw it with Psylocke. Remember? Psylocke had a big issue. It's completely different. Not really. It was something with no. the wording they didn't think about. No, 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 no. Psylocke is very specific. I can explain to you in detail how this character beats you turn one without any interaction. That was different. This, I'm like, I'm asking everyone to tell me why it's so broken and needs fixed, and no one really has an answer. Like, you can do Sky Tyrant, but then you're just a better statted sky tyrant at you know 75 points or you could do blob but then you're a slightly better blob you know for 75 points um so i I just haven't no one's explained to me why she's broken yet they just see that that she can copy special powers and then it's like scared but i think they've done a really good job balancing special powers over the last two years i don't think anything breaks her the only my only concern is if there's a special power that is really strong but outwittable mm-hmm. and you just give her galactus and make it now not outwittable it could be i've looked dude i've looked for the power right i've i searched um printed damage to see if there was like any low damage things that you have to use printed and she has a four printed damage the only one is the proteus which is great it's a really good retail because you're you're attacking everything you know 12 for four but um, I don't, I don't know if it's broken for 75 points. 
right? You have Dark Phoenix at 30 points can do something similar. So I think it's also the switch in. I mean, that's just the other thing is being True. able to be switched in and out. That right. just adds a little bit. It's just individually all her stuff isn't a big deal, but when you start adding it all together, I don't want her to be eroded. Let me make it clear. I like Rogue as a character, and I'm happy we finally have a playable Rogue. Like, we haven't ever had one outside of a one-time ID. ID, yeah. Yeah, we've never had a playable Rogue. So having one, like, the, the, the kid in me who loved watching Rogue or reading about Rogue makes me excited. And then I don't want her to get nerfed, but at the same time, I think the duration to me is what screams a problem because that we have a case where that was eroded before right. with Goblin King picking a power and like that that makes sense to me that would be a fix that just say okay yeah the duration's crazy Goblin King had that same issue let's just take yeah. it down a notch she could still take displayed power she's still crazy but that figure essentially has to be on the board yeah. because otherwise you know the duration's gone. So, so we didn't. Anyway, uh, so we didn't get many questions this time, um, and we kind of veered off from the remainder of our tournament talk. Um, mm -hmm. But um, so, just from a questions in the thread, uh, Marley Spiff, we talked about map. Um, so let's let's bring back to Marley's question, uh, Jack Smith. We actually answered your question in this episode, not the set review about Venom Rogue, um, and then Paul. Um, we're going to talk about her again for sure yeah for sure so uh, Paul's question were and this is going to be one for all of us uh, but we'll let Caleb go first uh, were there any surprise figures or teams did anything surprise you Caleb the probably the the, the figure I had to look up and, and come up with a plan like on the spot was Sage um, the forces <laughs> Sage that mm -hmm. says you can only use uh, Plex, Outwit, or Prob once per turn, yeah. which is uh, pretty big for your three th printed Probs, three themes, and <laughs> two perplexes you're hating on using. Yeah. Uh, right. So my plan was I just run up with the Pixie dropping maggot poison, and hopefully they don't hit super senses, and then I get those Probs on Jubilee's attack. Right. Um. But there, the teams I played were pretty expected with the monster theme and and Hellfire, X Men team, um, Blackheart. Like I kind of expected that, but did not expect to see a Sage. Um, then for me, I don't think I saw anything unexpected figure wise. Um, <clears throat> no, I I don't think so. Okay, Tyler. Um. Well, the Star Jammers team was cool. <laughs> uh, that was a, that was a surprise for me. Um, but I, I really liked um, Isaac's team. Um, it's always fun for me to see Isaac's build because he doesn't really practice online like anybody else or play online. Um, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't uh, do local events really. That that much right him and his dad they just come out for bigger stuff but every time they do it's like it's very clearly how he built the team and and what was on it for a reason so like he's the first person really that's done like an unthemed swap out um which is cool and it's essentially i told him when i was playing him it looked like he found the seven most annoying pieces in modern and just slapped them on a team because um 
yeah, it was a really cool team that uh, just incorporated a lot of stuff, and it was it was new and refreshing. Yes, uh, Felix. I didn't play Felix Faust uh, that day, but I did play Felix Faust that Friday before, and he's annoying. <laughs> he's so annoying. Yep. He's super very, annoying. He very much. He very well can be. Yeah, I I said it before. I'll say it again. The only reason the Molecule Man is better than Felix Faust is because he has better keywords. If they had the same keywords, Felix would be on as many teams. I feel like he's so good. Yeah, I like Felix Faust. He's very much annoying. Very much annoying. Uh, um, Alex, for yeah, for me. So the benefit of losing is you face different teams. So Caleb, you were up at the top, so you are always facing the staples. The staples, right? So you don't see the 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 guys in the in the trenches. You don't, you don't see us down here with us. You don't see us Caleb. with the with the speed weasels. Um, <laughs> oh. I, I mean, going against Joe, I think I said it was Joe. I the mystical team was speed weasel. I wasn't really expecting it. Um, it was Blackheart mostly, but speed weasel just zip it in there and then just zip it away. Um, was kind of annoying, and having mystics was kind of annoying. Now, luckily, I, I kind of erased her or him. Um, with gladiator almost uh but because i didn't have power gem if i had power gem i would have erased uh, speed weasel but just the fact they could charge and then charge again and all that stuff uh charge destroy action now the unfortunate part with him was that he didn't understand that or didn't realize you know once per turn when speed weasel is given a close destroy action after resolution she can use charge as free um well, you, you can't close destroy. Um, like, you can't charge, close destroy, and then do a free, after resolutions, charge, close destroy. Because you're activating the same free action twice. So he was using that to get through my barrier with Molecule Man. But, because Speed Weasel has charge printed so um, in the special power. So he was trying to charge, destroy, the charge, destroy. But you're technically charging using the same action twice. Um, so that, that kind of saved me a little bit, but that was definitely one of the pieces I was not expecting. I, I was happy to see Herbert, but he did exactly what I thought he would do. Absolutely nothing. Um, besides prob and carry up Blackheart. That was literally his job. Use underworld team ability and perplex up, uh, sorry, pr uh, phase up and just sit there in your face and be annoying. Yeah. And then you just ignore him the entire time. So... Yeah, that was it. Um, Is so, that the her takes one damage? Yeah. yeah. The chase. Yeah, yeah. Fifty points. He he has mystics. You have no reason ever to go against Herbert and just like attack him at all. And so, he has no reason to actually damage you. There's right. nothing he can really do. So, so cool, baby. <laughs> so there was how many teams by the time you added in the four? Forty. Forty. Uh, so forty total. Yeah, so I'm just looking at some. So Alex has a spreadsheet in which needs a little bit more. I want to talk a little bit about some of the math on the popular characters. Um, 12 out of 40, so 25% had Blackheart or access to Blackheart. Um, and, I, and there might be some other ones to talk about. But Sky Tyrant was on, because uh, he has to be main forced. He was on 13 of the 40 teams. Wow. 
Um, and then, so I want to talk about the lady of the day, the Go Little Rockstar. Uh, Jubilee was only on four of the 40 teams, which, if my math is right, that still is 10% of the teams were Jubilee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yep. 10% of the, the teams were, were Jubilee. Uh, one won, one got top four, and the other two missed cut. Yep. Uh, and on the con on the contrary, there were eight Doom the Annihilating Conquerors. Okay. That's a lot. Almost twenty five percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, two two of them, three people played. Well, Dan included played uh, Daniel's build essentially, or a slight variant of it, because I think Kenny played a slight variant of your team. Um, um, I was looking there. So, yeah, so there was eight Doom Denialing Conquerors, which would probably mean eight Latverias, and four of them were um, Bat Doom. Um, and then, so Kenny... Um, I'm looking here. Kenny Kenny's had, Kenny's was really close. He didn't go... Um, he, he went... Uh, Tyrant. He did, he did. He went Power and Reality instead of Alchemical Fire... And uh, Waldo. Um, it's also worth noting that um, there were five unthemed teams in the forty teams, so um, you know, like twelve percent or something. And four of the five made top eight. Yeah, so I mean, it it just goes back to those teams had to build into the build into losing. Now. Yeah, but, it yeah. seems like you can do that successfully, right? Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't think we ever said that you can't. You just have to be able to do it that way. Um, I'm pretty I sure we've like, said it can't. We've I been talking about that. high theme. Dan, Dan, after you played on theme, you're like, I don't really think you can play on theme. No, 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 no. I said it was very hard for me to do it. And I would not willingly choose to do it again. Um, Although after this event, I'm now looking at an unthemed team again. So um, <laughs> now I will say this, I, and we're gonna do a live stream or something talking because I, I finished the database today. I got to make some touches, clean up the data and whatnot. But I, I have all the builds, all the map uh, wins. Where you know Brad was cool and made everybody note who won map every round, every match. So we have that data. Um, out of the 40 people, only five people were at a 10 or 11. No one was above 11 as far as map bonus goes. Yeah. Um, Aaron, you mentioned Aaron Morgan. He was actually only an eight um, per his build sheet, Caleb. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, well. Yes. Uh, well, unless the unless his map uh, unless the build sheet was wrong, I, some of these build sheets I got were kind of wonky they were only hc realms pictures uh, so um i think i counted right but i may have counted wrong we'll have to see but only well, five point um uh bastion, so bastion. yeah yeah and latvian engineer doesn't count because it's a pog um right so one two three four five only five were 10 and above and then you had four that was no theme at all so i haven't done the averages i would say average build was probably seven um, looking at the numbers because there are some fives and fours out there, but I, even then, if you look at the numbers generally, um, 
like Adam, uh, he was a 10. He won in the total, total tournament seven out of eight times he won map. Um, the next person, George, he was, well, George was an exception. He came in late into the tournament. He only tried to roll twice, only two games, and he won both times. Um, Caleb, we know you were seven out of nine, which is incredibly good odds. What? But you were also a 10 theme. So, I mean, this is why we wanted this data to see, okay, how imperative or at least how likely are you to win map? Um, the only other person, you know, Paul Frazier, uh, Paul Frazier, Patrick Frazier came in, but he only had one game. So the only other one was Paul Cote. And by all metrics, you would assume Paul would have done well, but he only hit three out of six. Um, so he only was 50%, which is still good if you think about it, you know, building a team. And if your bad luck was half of the time winning map, I mean, that's still pretty good in today's cap of three. Uh, the one thing I still need to put in here is per each match, what theme did he go against? Did he consistently have plus three? Because if Paul went against some of these other uh, players with high theme, which I, I have out here, I mean, he went against uh, John Hafford first game. Uh, he went against uh, Matt Donham second game. You know, those aren't high themes. Austin Murray wasn't a high theme. Isaac was no theme. Um, and Isaac actually won map against Paul on a no theme. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that's what I mean by bad luck. <laughs> And then Jackson Smith, so he didn't he didn't go against high high themes in any of his matches except Caleb. Caleb, you were the first match he went against that had a definitive equal footing, I would say. So mm. yeah, I would consider that a pretty you know, they what was the number if you were a plus three? It's fifty five percent. Eighty five percent. Eighty five percent that you're gonna win. So Sounds like bad luck on his part, but this is the data we were looking for, or I've been looking for as a data analyst enthusiast um, <laughs> that to see, okay, you know, this is a small sample, but it's a big enough to say, okay, what conclusions can we come from that? And I can't wait to do a bigger deep dive to see what was luck, what was not luck. Because we also have to look, we were talking in our group chat, we also have to look at teams that thrive or ha really, really need to win map. Like, right. I would consider Tyler's team one that Tyler could probably handle not winning map, but mm -hmm. the team itself wants to win map. Yeah. Like, it's built to win map. And if you don't win map, out of in anyone's hands but Tyler's would probably lose. Right. So, all right. Battle. Well, let's wrap it up for tonight. Um, unless y'all got anything else you want to bring up. Nope. All right. So I have one last thing, uh, Caleb. Uh, you know, we typically when we have folks on, uh, you know, you've been around for a while, so you're a little bit of an exception to some of our standard, you know, kind of interview stuff, right? We typically ask, like, what's your favorite figure? How long have you been playing the game? Um, but one thing you can't avoid is I have been texting with Mr. Chomps during the episode. No. Um, <sighs> Yeah, and um, so he wants to know, um, would you rather wrestle Mr. Chomps, the nasty-ass wrestling alligator, to the death, because it's always to the death, or would you rather be forced to play Black Widow and Jubilee on the same team for the entirety 
of your <laughs> the remainder of your hero clips career oh man including post retirement same figures yeah you just you have an exception you you only get to play black widow and jubilee together now you get 150 points of whatever else you want but you always have to play those two together do they share well, they do they don't they don't <laughs> I'm going to answer this in an embarrassing way. I have an irrational fear of swimming in murky water knowing that either sharks or alligators in the water. You can't see them or they're there. Mm. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, that's a good that's a good cuz you do have to wrestle Mr. Chomps in Mr. Chomp Swamp, so so therefore I would never choose to wrestle an alligator in a swamp. Oof. That's fair. All right. All right. Black Widow and Jubilee is. So. Black Widow Jubilee to, till death. Well, I mean, to be fair, he could just play non-theme Professor X and just immediately switch out Jubilee knowing he's never going to hey, win but, math. But you know what? Professor X retires. In this case, Jubilee does not. <laughs> does not. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So you don't, have, you, don't, you don't have to do it for the rest of your life, just for the rest of Mr. Jump's life. How long do alligators live? You know, Tyler, that's something we haven't established yet because Mr. Chomps was here before we were. Um, oh, true. So it is possible that Mr. Chomps is an immortal, nasty-ass wrestling alligator. We don't know that for uh, sure, though. Okay. Um, you know, it's kind of like the snail that comes after you, um, but you oh live God. you live forever otherwise. <laughs> We could just leave it at that and confuse a whole bunch of people. Yeah, if you don't know, just Google the snail that follows you forever that you can't kill. Um, so, uh, but again, thanks thanks for being on, uh, Caleb. Uh, we'll let you go first with final thoughts for the episode. Uh, final thoughts? I still think High Theme's good. Um, granted, it's only a plus three, but that plus three matters. Um, yeah, that's it. Keep your theme up. Either keep your theme up or, or bank on not being a theme. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Alex? Uh, I love Data, and I don't mean from Star Trek. I mean, like, I, I'm super thrilled to go through all this stuff. So, yep. Tyler? Uh, yeah, I just want to congratulate Caleb again. It was a really great run 9-0 and he played some really good players right obviously Isaac at the finals and others um and I really liked the team I thought it was really cool really well suited to the meta that we were playing and um had maggots on it so I like it yep <laughs> um final thoughts for me you know good luck with all of everybody pulling Empire hope you get some good pulls um I've got a couple more uh cases to open myself and um uh... Thanks, everybody, for listening to Clicks Off today, and we'll talk to you all next time. Congrats, Caleb. See you. Thank you. Bye.